You're listening to the Remax Hustle Podcast, brought to you by Remax of Western Canada. Well, welcome to the Remax Hustle Podcast. My name is Wade Patterson. I'm a franchise coordinator with Remax of Western Canada, and I'm your host for this audio experience. The Remax Hustle Podcast is all about providing you with value by leveraging the knowledge and expertise of our Remax network. On this episode, I'm joined by Leo Bruno of Remax All Points Realty in Coquitlam, BC. Born and raised in the French neighborhood of Mallardville in Coquitlam, Leo has strong family and community values, which were instilled at a very young age. The community-minded Leo of today continues to honor these values. As a result of his involvement in the community, he has received many awards, including the Queen's 2012 Diamond Jubilee Medal and the Children's Miracle Network Volunteer Award for raising more than $100,000. Leo, welcome to the Remax Hustle podcast. Thank you very much. That's quite the intro. Thank you. I, you did your research. I, I forgot about a couple of those things. So thank you very much. I, I understand you became a real estate agent at the age of 19. Yeah. What led you down the path of a career in real estate? Well, the truth is that uh, when I was in high school, I was the youngest of five and uh, had an older sibling that um, I wanted to move out of the house. So a realtor had called their house and asked if anyone was interested in buying real estate. And even though I was in grade 12, the answer was yes. And next thing you know, I told my older sister that (laughs) she'd be meeting with a realtor. Needless to say, uh, the bug was in me at a very early age. And my sister and I purchased the first condo in grade 12. And I was so young, I couldn't even go on title, but she needed my money. So I rented it out to my other sister's friend. And that's where I kind of first got the real estate bug. And I tried a couple other careers. I worked at the bank in Nova Scotia. They told me I had to wear socks. I worked at a safety equipment company. And it was kind of like that was against all my moral safety equipment. I mean, come on, life is all about chaos and excitement. So with those two career choices, um, I just met uh, another realtor that um, was just a nice guy anyways. And so I started my career at 19 way earlier than I ever thought I was going to. Uh, Took the correspondence course and just passed that. And honestly, from the beginning was just something that I was attracted to, that the business was something that came naturally to me. And uh, years later now, I've kind of nestled myself a nice little uh, bird's nest in the Tri-Cities. And so I'm extremely grateful. But yeah, it started at an early age through kind of default from somebody calling the house. And I thought, you know, I could do this and I could uh, possibly uh, kind of take a different uh, angle to it. And the way that it's worked for me has been uh, just becoming involved and trying to give back and live a well-balanced life in the Tri-Cities. That's fantastic. And and you mentioned there giving back. And I want to focus a bit on your community-mindedness. I mean, even your branding states, you're the pride of the community. So, First off, I guess, just simple definition, what does community involvement mean to you? Uh, everybody. Like, I feel, oh boy, I feel connected to people that I meet, and I feel that the opportunity has come for me to be in a position that I can give back. And through Remax and through my own philanthropy, I've been able to live a life that uh, community is the people that touch me, people that are involved with me, people that help me day to day. Sorry, really, uh, I love my community, man. 
I am passionate, and this touches me. Sorry, my dad passed away a few years ago, and uh, it's more important than ever. I defaulted uh, to community by having friends and family, and my thought was I could have a business that would be awesome. And so, uh, like 26 years ago now, I started this incredible business, and my thought was if I just gave back with my friends and have a party lifestyle, that we would all do fun. So if 10 people came together and we each gave 10 bucks, well, we'd have a hundred bucks for charity and we'd be able to party and you know, do some good. And so it started um, with just that in mind and Remax opened the doors through children's hospital. And then it just got turned on. And so when I talk about everybody, it's really, we try to open our doors to anybody that has a need. And through some of the coaching through Rich Robbins, um, they always talk about giving starts the receiving process. Oh, I just can't turn off the tap now. You know, I'm able to provide for my family, for other agents that work on my team. So it's just been something that the private community, when it started, was just I love giving back. I love where I live. And I was growing my hair. So it was kind of, and I was working with ladies, and it was the lion's pride and just proud of my community and proud to see where I live. Like I live in such an awesome area. Like I'm, I live like with lakes and oceans and like close to the airport, close to Vancouver, but just nice people. And so the private community has really uh, taken on a stronger meaning since my dad has passed. Thanks so much for sharing that. I mean, powerful stuff. It really sounds like that is something that really has just been instilled in you from a young age. I'm wondering, from a business perspective, has that impacted as well? I mean, this community involvement, and you mentioned you give and then you receive as well. How has that, how has that impacted you from the, the business side of things? When you started like 25 years ago, you did it because you did it out of like enthusiasm and like, this is cool. Like, can you imagine like one time one of my fundraisers was... I bet I can out chug you. And every time I would chug them, I would make the 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 bet bigger. Anyways, like there, there were things like that. Like it was Sambuca shots for charity, just all sorts of things. And I still continue to do wild and wacky things. But the 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 truth is it came from just having um a Zen for enjoyment for life and seeing that there's a need to give. Like people and it was weird because I the first line party I did was over twenty I don't know, like three years ago where we collected toys for the hospital. And it just has the, the receiving part is now like it's later, like that reputation after you do it for 26 years. And when you started, when you're like 19, people know you're not a phony or you're not giving like, Hey man, I give like you do it more now incognito than where, you know, before you kind of do it like uh, more like to get more people to do it. You know what I mean? Like they get, they don't want realtors to be involved in the community. Like I said, imagine if every realtor had a garbage can in the neighborhood they lived in. Like just have, that'd be like in my area, 12,000 garbage cans. Like the real estate board just would have to put out one and all we have to do is put it in their neighborhood and pick it up. Like the world would be cleaner. Like there's so many little things that we can do. And so it's just multiplied. And then the giving part has come now where, like you just like I said, I can't turn off the tap of people trying to help me. And I'm like, wow. Do you think that's something that over time ha has changed? 
I mean, now we do a bit of consumer research and that type of thing. And and there's stats that that show it's something that is very important, right? People want to deal with somebody who who cares where they live and, and give back and that type of thing. And I, I wonder, is that feedback you've received from clients? Is this something that that they recognize that drew them to you? And also, I guess the fact that that you're still in the Tri Cities area and that you grew up there and that you've stayed in that community. In my childhood, I grew up in a small community you know, church-based faith, blah, 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 French in that Millardville area. So I grew up in an area that predominantly I didn't move much out of that bubble when I was a kid. So I always felt very safe. And so that growing up was involved in scouting and sports and church and, you know, giving back and ball drives and paper, like just weird, wacky things that kept me um, grounded, if you want to call it that. And then when I became into the business without trying to sound uh, against any of the realtors, because a lot of them will be driving these cars, but you know, everyone's got like a brand new car, brand new this, brand new that, but they don't really seem to enjoy the job when I started 25 years ago. So I was like, I don't want that at all. I want to live the best life possible. And so I just decided to be a fun social person, be who I was when I started in real estate. And that was hard because no one else was like that. You know what I mean? No one else is throwing parties and, you know, this is a long time ago. What do you mean you're friends with your clients? I'm like, well, what do you mean? Like, a lot of people keep real estate and friendship different. I'm like, that's okay for those people. But for me, I was like, oh, my God. I want to make sure that if I'm at the Walmart, the superstore, or at the gas station, that when I see somebody, that I connect with them. And so the next phase of my business part, like, was – in the earlier, we'll call it twenties uh, to thirties, was just celebrating life, but at the same time giving back. And the people that I attracted were not necessarily saying, "Oh, his business model is about giving back," but it was more like that guy's having lots of fun and he's giving back. Why wouldn't we hop on the fun train that's giving back instead of hop on the dry, crispy one <laughs> that? You know, uh, maybe ends up on time, but sure is not fun and exciting and not uh, generous. And so I just saw my dad being generous to people and incorporated that. So the part of what, like, you know how like now let's just pretend that you have a company and you start it up and it's a, a Model A company and you automatically make um, community uh, 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 or, or giving back. Like, who are we going to support as a corporate company? Well, mine didn't start off that way. Mine started off just being involved. And then you see the sick kids and then you're like, I don't want to give money to them. I want to give toys. Then you give toys and then you have a hamburger party that goes well. Then you do it. You know, it's just a whole bunch of things. Like you said, when you were reading that intro, I'm like, oh, geez, I forgot about that. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Like along the way, I've been able to score some pretty cool designations and some awards. But at the same time, I just didn't do it um, in a way that I felt uh, pressured into trying to be a philanthropist. It was just, it was a lifestyle choice. And the pride of the community, every year I asked the team, because I always have chat and my team change over the years, is this something that you're okay with? Because really, the money that I collect from my agents, I'm giving back their money too. Like it's as a team we give now. And so we're doing larger asks. We're doing things uh, that are better for the community that maybe aren't necessarily affiliated with REMAX, but are just 
better because they are for the community and for the pride of the community. So it's been a really incredible experience um, rolling that. So mine didn't come through, but I would say that for anybody moving forward, um, find something you love. That's the first thing. And a lot of times when you find something that you enjoy doing, let's just pretend, I'll ask you a question, wait, what do you love doing? Is it you like soccer or hockey or skiing? Is there something you love doing? I love playing anyway, volleyball. I am sure that if you're passionate about volleyball, you could find friends that are passionate about volleyball and selling real estate. Well, it's the same thing kind of like when you find great people. Like a lot of times I hear people complain about their clients and they must be attracting the same kind of people, the complaining clients. Because really, in 25 years, I don't think I can name 25 bad clients. Even if I was pressed hard to, like who are there to take away their stress. So the the charity aspect and being a good person just helps in real estate. I think if somebody comes from the mindset of doing something that they love in real estate and picking the best way to get there, well, if there was something that you could do by starting up a kids volleyball league, then all of a sudden you do that passionately for 25 years and all of a sudden you're the most successful volleyball realtor there's ever been. You know what I mean? And so for me, probably when I die, my goal will be to be the most giving realtor ever. Interested in learning more about a career in real estate? Head over to joinremax.ca. I love that message. And I think it sounds like you're coming in at it from a very genuine approach rather than something that you do because it might help yeah. business. No, no, no. The start was there because cool. you saw the importance of giving back to community and sure there may be spinoff benefits. Yeah. 100%. So mine came through default, just through the childhood, the mentality that was brought. You had to clean up, you had to help do this, had to help do that, you have to help others. So that mindset went into my business. Then I just ramped it up. Actually, when I drove across Canada the first time, I did a tailgate parties uh, at a few of the different Remax offices. I drove a 1974 Volkswagen bus across Canada, and I stopped at these offices. And I just told them what I was doing. I was growing my hair. Actually, it's weird. I'm growing my hair charity about May. In May, they're doing balding for dollars again. So, you know, I'm always trying to do weird stuff. So I'm, I didn't even know about it, and I just happened to be growing my hair, and then now I'm going bald in May. Anyways, with having said that, um, like, I just like those things. And so I think when people find things that they enjoy to do, they come across more authentic and, and honest into the world. And when you show up more honest and authentic to the things that you like doing, more good good things stick to you as a magnet, more happy things happen, you know, and uh, you attract better teammates, you attract better staff, you attract better everything, you know, and my wife and I, uh, we're both blessed, like we have a healthy daughter. And, you know, we, I, I honestly believe that just through giving is part of one of the blessings that she came in. You mentioned your family there. And I've heard in the past, you talk about the importance of putting family first. So first off, do you have a couple of examples where you've needed to articulate this to clients? And how did you go about that conversation? Were they understanding or was it a no, difficult I've had request? I've had difficult conversations with clients for a long time now because I am a very um, – uh, people will connect with me very well. But I don't do the work. I'm the world's worst worker. Like, uh, Finn who? Who's FinTrack? I never met that guy. You know what I mean? Like, I just hate that stuff. Like, I am not that person. My team is better at serving the clients that way. Where I am better is taking the responsibility to make sure that I can help them from beginning to end. So a long time ago, um, answering those questions that the clients wanted me. Um, so I was able to say, you know what? I got people that are better than me that can help you, you know? So 
if you need my help, I'll be there. So family has now it's super easy because it was hard a long time ago when I would meet my best friend and he wanted to buy real estate through me. Now they don't even want to talk to me. You know, they're so grateful to have the help of the competent team. So uh, Tuesdays is swimming. Thursdays is swimming. Uh, Sunday is mass that my mom has uh, Alzheimer's. So we grab my mom and we take her to church with my daughter. Uh, then, um, you know, so there's, there's, there's certain, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. I'm not a great time blocker, but having a child and, and putting her as a priority has been easy for me. But that is because for the last 20 years, I've been telling people, look, I'm not going to be there. Sorry. If you don't like it, go somewhere else. Like, that's just the truth. I'm not here to offend you. It's just, it works the way I do it. And people love it. Neither you love it or you don't. So beat it. Going back to, again, the example of being genuine. I think that's an important piece there. Another question, specifically, how has being with Remax impacted your business? My, my business, my life, my mother-in-law, my father-in-law, and my wife are all Remax agents on Remax Central. And Remax Central is the number one office in the world for 20 years in a row. So uh, right there is probably the biggest impact, obviously, that Remax had just for me and, and, and to be able to be my wife and to be able to create a lifestyle uh, between two provinces. Like she operates out of Remax central in calgary alberta and we live together in coquitlam and you know thank god it's not too far away so that's the first blessing that remax gave me i mean it's pretty crazy to think that uh my wife would put up with me and with my antics and she knows you know when she met me the the giving would take priority anyways so that's the first part second part is that i've been here now uh, i think i joined in uh, 1996 so I guess like 23 years or whatever. But yeah, I've been in real estate 27 years and I chose not to leave Remax. Uh, Gil and Keith and all of Glenn and uh, Allison, all the owners are off. They're really, really nice. I've had different owners, uh, three or four different owners. In that time, I've stayed with Remax um, for one of the reasons, uh, just like uh, myself, it's been in the community for a long time. It's been in uh, location for a long time. And the management uh, has always cared for me and allowed me to grow uh, and to be uh, giving lay or to be of generosity. Like they've never, ever tried to stifle me. And I've had crazy hot dog fundraisers in the back. I've had margarita or uh, Mardi Gras parties in an eight by nine office back there. You know, I so, saw uh, now I'm in blessed. I'm in a satellite location and they support me here. And uh, so with Remax along the way from uh, Remax Western Canada with Marie Sheppy, she's been there and she helped me with Children's Hospital just, to be able to give in a more specific way. Uh, then with CMN having the affiliation, I've met so many people like Denise Sunker that have supported me in my career at Children's Hospital, like made me want to continue to give there. And then um, the nice part is that a lot of people try to find out what is the best company to work for. And for me, I default into the best company and that's Remax. And that's because of, uh, an agent that recruited me and it was really close to the house that I bought off of him. And uh, just ever since then, they've treated me with respect and kindness and I'm grateful. And since this is the Remax Hustle podcast, we wrap up each episode with a hustle tip. So essentially, Leo, when you need to get something done, what is your Remax Hustle tip for accomplishing that task? Be busy. You know what? A lot of realtors are not busy. Just be busy because you can get so much done. Like, honestly, I, 
I don't, I don't know how many realtors work these crazy hours, but a realtor, if you were to break it down, would probably be extremely successful working six hours a day. But a lot of time is, you know, it's kind of like a great example on this podcast. Did I phone you before you phone me? Yes. Why? Because I hustle and I wanted to make sure I had the equipment right and ready. So a lot of people aren't busy. They don't become, uh, they become overthinkers. As we become older, we, you know, remember on a kid, like when you're a kid, you used to see the playground, you used to just run and jump. Probably now you see a playground and you're like, hmm, wow, that's a nice playground. Well, I think you have to have that kid in you that allows you to be uh, active and to go out there and to hustle, yeah, obviously in the Remax hustle, and it's just be busy. So get out there and uh, make uh, sales and make connections with people and come at it from a, uh, a mindfulness that you want to help them and uh, do it with a vehicle that you enjoy uh, utilizing. If it's volleyball for myself, it's giving back. If it's uh, hockey, whatever it is that you're passionate about, use that and uh, you will find people that will have the same passion and will be able to uh, bring you uh, joy. And if you decide to go down the path of charity, just keep on doing little things like buy chocolate bars off those kids, buy the girl guide cookies, man. The guy that asked for five bucks, just give it to him, you know? And I think from that, the garden that you sow behind you will be filled with beautiful flowers and not weeds, and you'll just live the best life possible. That's a powerful message to wrap it up with. Be busy. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Leo, for taking the time to share your knowledge on this episode of the Remax Hustle podcast. You're welcome, Wade. Very, very, very great to talk to you today. And I thank you for the opportunity to speak with you and uh, with the audience. Fantastic. And that's all for this episode. We hope you took away an idea or strategy to help you grow your business and perhaps most importantly, allow you to continue that Remax Hustle. We'll catch you next time. Thanks so much for listening to the Remax Hustle podcast. Please make sure to subscribe and rate this show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts from.